Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Thanks for joining us at XM.com for the weekly outlook. We'll be having a look at the week ahead. I'm Cristina Marujas. Joining me today is Mario Sechikiriakos, investment analyst. It's shaping out to be quite a busy week with central bank meetings and important data releases. Marios, we've witnessed the jump in global bonds these past few days, and investors are eyeing central banks, whether they'll take a stand or even take some measures to counter the blow. The European Central Bank meets on Thursday. Could they signal any change in policy in light of the latest bond market developments? Hello, Christina. Here's the issue the ECB has. This is mainly an American phenomenon. The American economy is doing well. Vaccinations are progressing quickly. There's a barrage of spending coming from Congress to heal the economy. And all of this is pushing U.S. bond yields higher as Fed rate hikes are brought forward. That is spilling over into the European bond market as well. However, the problem is that Europe is not really healing. The economy is still fragile because of the low lockdowns, vaccinations have been very slow, and the recovery fund money still hasn't been distributed. So we've seen a lot of ECB officials uh, lately warning that this spike in yields is unwarranted and that the central bank could fight it. So as far as the upcoming meeting is concerned, I think that the main question will be whether the ECB will signal that it is ready to act or whether it is just monitoring the situation. And it's a close call, but I think that the second option is more likely. I think the just stick to words, indicate that they are monitoring what's happening, but they will not act against it uh, for now at least. So even though if some ECB members are calling for more QE, for example, that doesn't seem to be the consensus among the governing council. Therefore, if the ECB does not signal immediate action, I think that's likely to boost both yields further and the euro alongside yields at this meeting. Here's the catch though, how markets move until this meeting will matter as well. So for example, if the next week starts and we see bond yields marching even higher, that could really alarm policymakers and it could increase the odds that they signal immediate action, which therefore sinks the euro. In other words, how markets behave in the lead up to the meeting will matter a lot for the policy decision as well. Staying on the central bank front, the Bank of Canada also meets this week. And despite the lockdowns across the country, economic indicators have been quite strong. Balloonies' fortunes lately have been closely tied to oil prices. Can the Bank of Canada offer the currency some support? I very much doubt that. So the Canadian economy has been very strong lately, much stronger than the Bank of Canada expected, certainly. The housing market is booming, manufacturing sector is doing well, and crucially, some of the benefits from the massive government spending in America are bound to spill over into Canada as well. Of course, everything is not rosy. The Canadian vaccine rollout has been very slow. The labor market is showing some signs of stress, and Canadian bond yields have been caught in this global rally. So this puts the Bank of Canada in a tough spot. On the one hand, they have to acknowledge that the economy is doing better, but if they sound too optimistic, that pushes yields even higher. Markets are already pricing in a 25% probability for a rate hike this year. I very much doubt the Bank of Canada will be comfortable with that, and I think that they will try to push against all of this. They will try to stress that the rates are not going to rise for a very long time, and if they are successful in hammering home that message, that could hit the loony. 
Crossing over into the U.S. now, negotiations around President Biden's relief bill are still in full swing, and this week also has inflation numbers in store for us. The Fed has taken a wait-and-see stance lately. Could any of these events tip the Fed into a particular direction? I don't think these events are going to be game-changing for the Fed, mostly because the stimulus package is expected already. Now, here's the interesting thing about the Fed. It has been the exact opposite of the ECB lately. So, whereas the ECB has been saying this is an unwise warranted tightening of financial conditions, we might fight it and all that, the Fed has been very relaxed about the whole thing. Most officials seem to believe that the rates are moving higher for healthy reasons, that this move reflects optimism around the economic outlook, around the vaccine rollout, and therefore they shouldn't really oppose the move. Now, what does this mean for the dollar? I think that this is a very positive development. We might be in a situation where global bond yields continue to rise, but the ECB will fight that movement way earlier than the Fed will. I think that we see the ECB acting against this first, and if it continues, if things really go out of control, then the Fed might act. So in other words, the Fed's pain threshold for higher yields is much higher than the ECB's is. So other things equal, I think that this argues for more ECB stimulus, but perhaps not any more action from the Fed, and that suggests that the risks surrounding Euro-Dollar are tilted to the downside. Marius, thank you for joining me today. This was the Weekly Outlook. Thanks for watching at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.